Good afternoon. I want to begin by turning to a verse in Luke 13 and verse 23. Luke 13 and verse 23. I guess the scripture has always troubled me a little bit, and maybe it should. A question that was asked to our Savior. Then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? We all understand the plan that God has for mankind. We understand the second resurrection. So, but I guess what's always troubled me is, well, Lord, are you saving uh, many right now? Are you calling a lot of people right now? Remember I told Freddie, I said, I, evidently I'm the last person that God called. Uh, <laughs> or we're the last generation that, you know, and he said, yeah, it's sort of like you're the caboose. You know, the end. And because you look around and you really don't see, of course, maybe it's our own fault. Maybe it's because we're not getting the message out there. Maybe if we were getting it out there in a most powerful way, we would see people responding more. I know one time I had this, and I need to bring it back up here, but it was a, a map of like a 50 or 20 mile radius of this area. And what I've always thought, thought about is how many people in that radius is God, would God be calling if they heard some aspect of his message? And I think the answer is it's more than you think.
leadership of the Holy Spirit of God that guide and directs your life. How, I want to talk about how we get trapped into these systems, these closed circuits. Now I want to tell you something, these systems are very appealing. Okay, these systems that we get into are very appealing. They're very attractive. Once you get into them, you really don't want to leave. Why would you want to leave? Well, one system that we can get locked into, trapped into, is what I call, has God said? Has God said? It's a system people get locked into. A religious system, by the way. I'm talking a religious system. By All these are religious systems that people get trapped into where they are always questioning God's authority. Has God said? And once you get in that, chances are you're not going to break out of it. Has God said? Always questioning God's authority. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Yea, has God said, You shall not eat of the tree of the garden. I mean, think about this. This is a scheme that's developed right at the very get-go. And it's always questioning God's authority. Has God said that? Has he really said that? And you think about what God said, it was very simplistic what God said. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it, for in the day that you eat it thereof you shall surely die. Now that's so simplistic. And you ever thought about what Eve, if Eve would have said, you know, the serpent comes along and says, has God said, imagine if he would have said, yeah, that's exactly what God said, and walked away. You see, that's, that's what God wants from us. Yeah, that's what God said. In the discussion. No more questioning, no more reasoning around it. There are, can you just think about the books that are written trying to disprove the Sabbath day. It's all an issue as, has God said that's what it's the issue of. And we can go on Sabbath day, holy days, clean and unclean meats. We can name a whole pile of stuff here that where people question the authority. Has God said? Now this is a system. People can live out their dying day in religion being a part of this system. Has God said? Has God said? Always questioning God's authority. A journey in which one eventually returns to the starting point. You start out asking, has God said? You end up asking, has God said? Questioning God's authority. A verse that meant a lot to me. When I first came into the church, I had a question to my mother. I think I said, how do I know that this is right? You know, what, what God is opening my eyes to see? And how do you know if this is the direction I need to go? And she said, you need to read John 7 and verse 17. And uh, I always like to look at that. John 7 and verse 17 says this, If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. You know, you ask, okay, what, what was Jesus saying there? It's an issue, has God said? It's an issue of, of not questioning God's authority. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine. But we get in these systems. People get in these systems. Has God said? Has God said? Always questioning God's authority.
Nothing has changed since these days. We have, you know, much of mainstream is built upon tradition. We all understand that. And the danger is this, the danger of trusting traditional religion without commitment to God and his way of life. Tradition doesn't have to be bad if it leads you closer to God. But if the tradition is leading you away from God, that's bad. That's very bad. Tradition can lead one away from God. I think of all the ways that that can happen. You know, I can remember telling this woman, I said, I don't celebrate Christmas. And I think she was a religious person. And she said, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I'm thinking, man, because she's so taken away by, you know, all the trappings of, of, of Christmas. And she said, I wish I didn't.
People will only change when they have heard preaching that makes them feel uncomfortable and not a moment before. It is not an issue of people not understanding the Bible. The real issue is people not wanting to do what the Bible says. Not understanding the Bible is your own blank fault. Uh, I'm not going to say that word from the pulpit, but it's in my creed. <laughs> it's your own fault. And you have to come to this point where you're not apologizing. You don't take the blame because they don't get it. In other words, you don't, you don't say, oh, I'm so sorry, you don't understand what I'm saying. You know, we must both be wrong or something. I don't know. No, you, know, you, you not getting it is your own fault. You have to approach it that way. Come, let us reason together. I think we're beyond that point of, be, of somehow me reasoning with people in the world or you reasoning with. You know, we're beyond that as a nation. Let, let's sit down and reason together. Yeah, and let's waste our time until we die. The closed circuit, a journey in which one eventually returns to the starting point. The religious treadmill. The traditions of men that has led this nation away from the real God, not closer, not closer, away from God. We worship God in this place, system number two. Hey, I got my church in today. I spent my 30 minutes in church today. I'm okay. I'm on the road to heaven. And this first system has God said, always questioning God's authority, has God said. And I suddenly realized that the devil would say to us, would say to me, boy, I have my closed systems. They have been masterminded from the beginning. 6,000 years of closed systems. Tradition of men. Has God said, we worship God in this place. Don't you go to messing with my closed system. You mess with my closed systems and all hell will break loose if you try to open up these closed circuits. Don't mess with them. So the challenge for us is, you know, that's what we're up against. That's what we're up. We're up against these closed systems. And people do not come to God until they do not respond to the calling of God until they have been challenged. So that's what we're up against. If you would like more information or if you have any questions, write to Is That Really in the Bible? 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia 24151. Or visit us on the web at is that really in the Bible dot net?